So we're back to the same three topics. Is that correct? Sheila Samadhi and Prajna, talk number two. So first of all, is there any questions about what I talked about earlier? I can continue to discuss that, but yes. There was a leftover question from the monastery. Yes. Um, let's see. Uh, from Shoka. I know him. He asked, what is the difference between observe slash meditation and see it slash prajna? Well, meditation is you're probably going to feel like you're um, doing something. You're actually observing something. You're going to have a sense of, of an observer who is seeing something else. Could be the wall, could be your thoughts coming and going. The imputation of, a, of an, uh, an observer is um, it's going to be there as part of the, the awareness or consciousness practice, at least initially. And then um, slash what? Um, 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 yeah, see it slash prajna. So to see it is uh, there's nothing extra. There, there's, you see it, but there's no one seeing it. Wisdom is without a uh, anyone who's wise. Uh, wisdom is without a seer. You know, that's a word that's been used. But the idea there is that you don't really get rid of a witness situation. You see that it is just as unreal as what is being observed. This is wisdom. It doesn't come. It doesn't go. It doesn't get larger. It doesn't get smaller. And uh, it is practically impossible to point out as something where you can say, well, just look right there. That's wisdom. So one is a, has a path, there's a ground, which may show up as difficulty, uh, but also the ground path and fruition of the path. Uh, the Buddhist path is uh, Shiva Samadhi and Prajna, or a discipline, meditation, wisdom, or uh, hold still, observe, see what it is, see what this is. And so that doesn't have uh, the element of subjectivity. Uh, objectivity is, it's the, it's, it may still be there, it may still come and go, but it has more of a phantom-like quality to it. It's not really real. You don't need it. You don't care if it stays. You don't care if it goes. You add nothing to it by way of your elaboration, ideas, conviction. You don't even think, I'm wise. You don't even think, finally, I'm wise after all this struggle. Nothing is nothing. You are not concluding anything. Conclusions may appear. There doesn't. I'm not trying to be silly about it, but there's no real concluder. There's no one doing that. Just things come together, and then they open up, and they go in another direction, and you just uh, observe. It's like you're uh, you're in the clouds. Uh, you know, the ego mind in the clouds is going to think uh, spaced out, but uh, wisdom mind. There's no spaced out. There's no clarity. There's no lack of clarity. No clarity. No lack of clarity. The path is uh, is clarity about about the lack of clarity about confusion. That's why it's uh, it's that's why it's difficult because we we don't get much encouragement from what we're experiencing. That's why uh, and I was talking earlier about uh, Shin and Lakdang or uh, resting in tranquility or panoramic awareness. 
which are two ways of talking about stabilizing and then seeing what it is. So I don't teach it that way and because I don't think it's necessary. And that's not based on a conclusion. I actually began doing that without really concluding anything about it. I just kind of looked back and noticed that I was no longer teaching the way I was taught. I was, what, I, what was I doing? I was teaching to whoever was in front of me. I didn't, uh, you, could, you could say I was customizing it, but it was doing it itself. I'd meet someone and I would talk to them and I would realize that I don't need to teach them to follow their breath. Not that they shouldn't, but that should be up to them to do that. Just like I don't teach uh, silence. Even in the retreat, I don't teach uh, noble silence or um, what's that other kind of silence? Functional speech. speech. It's not that you couldn't do that, but that ought to be up to you, not up to somebody setting up a, a structure. Again, I'm not saying that shouldn't happen in some places. You went to Tassajara, Green Gulch, or uh, Zen Mountain Monastery, uh, or even over at the Zen Temple in Detroit, not too far away. You're going to find that kind of structure. If you need that kind of structure, don't be interested in what I have to say. You're going somewhere else. And I would say, go get it. Go, that's what you want. It's out there. There's no, no particular propaganda saying ours is better. It's not better. The better and worse and bigger and smaller, that's all extra. Um, but if I say sit now and hold still and watch what moves, then out of your own karma, your own causes and conditions, your own confusion, and out of your Buddha nature, you'll look exactly, you'll, you will look at exactly what you need to look at. It's moving. How do I know? I don't. It's not, not about knowledge. It's not about uh, conclusions. It's not about relative truth. I don't know much. So it's just a way of talking about it. It's not disagreeing with anyone. Certainly, there's a lot of people that probably should go and study under Tibetan lamas or, or other Zen teachers or whatever they want to do or come up with their own kind of meditation. There's, I think, in the last time I looked, and uh, I can't remember whether it was kinds of therapies or kinds of meditation, but it was around 150. I think it was 148 of one and 152 of the other. I just lied. I have no idea what it is. <laughs> but it's probably a lot. And if you say, I meditate, you have no idea what that person does. Not only that, we have uh, take a half a dozen people here who are students of mine, and they say they all meditate. You still don't know what people are doing. There's no way you can get into anybody else's uh, consciousness, brain pan, or see. And, and everyone is doing this differently. And uh, the value of doing this differently is that you're actually making the path your own immediately. You don't need to go through uh, kindergarten, first grade, second grade. You don't have to go through that first. You you actually get to start where you're at, which is the title, I think, of one of Pema's books. Start where you are. Well, then we should teach where where we are. If you're watching what moves, uh, that may be um, some kind of dynamic that is totally different from the person sitting right next to you. You may be just, maybe just watching your your breath come and go for a while, even though you weren't particularly told that. You might be watching that for a while. And you, the person next to you may be listening to the traffic out in the parking lot, or another person, uh, another person may be uh, watching the, the rehearsal of what they're going to say, and they uh, 
meet up with their spouse or their mate or their children or about some issue or problem. Or so, uh, it's always about watching what moves, never about joining it, passion, rejecting it, aggression, or turning away ignorance. Excuse me. And if you can do that, then then slowly the awareness itself starts to, to use a relative image. It just starts to get more prioritized the way I say all the time, the metaphor, the visual image, I say, spend our whole life living, uh, leading with our concepts, our ideas, our, pro our um, evaluation process, what's right, what's wrong, what should I do, what should I do, what shouldn't I do, how should I handle this situation, but through this practice of meditation, without even being able to measure it, even know about it, we just slowly, uh, slowly the awareness, the wisdom mind starts to come out in front. We start to lead with our awareness. We have a willingness because we are no longer threatened by anything. We have a willingness to just live in the open dimension of this of this uh, moment, which never goes away. This moment has never appeared, therefore cannot vanish. And if you want to enter in with any kind of debate about that, I'd be happy to debate with you or ask questions. Or you can answer questions. I could ask questions. How does Sally get to be such a great painter? I really love that one around the corner. I'll do a little one right around the corner. Masterpiece. So far, a brain that is full of analysis and tinkering into what is clarity. Well, the first step could be knowing that it's not just your brain. The brain is just the processing. It's just the organ that handles that. In terms of consciousness, but your liver is consciousness. Your liver, is, your your uh, your bloodstream is has a awareness. Everything is happening. You're a nurse. You're still a nurse. Okay. Are you some kind of a mountain? Also, though, Eastern. What kind of mountain is that? A healing mountain. That's what I thought. Who named you that? Okay. So does that does that solve the answer the question? <laughs> So, yeah. Okay. Good. Good. Go ahead. Um, so I'm trying. I'm trying to. You said clarity is not clarity and not lack of clarity, or I, I don't remember exactly how you said it, but it seemed like you know not separate, not two. So I find myself always striving for clarity, trying to be clear about. What I want, what other people are telling me, what's okay. in the world, and uh, don't I don't usually understand what clarity is or feel like I've achieved any sort of clarity about most things. Is that because that's awareness? There isn't clarity. Clarity is a concept about confusion. No, those two are not separate. They're separated so that we can mix it up and talk and evaluate our world and, and judge this, judge that. It's clarity, One of the problems is initially the provisional areas to separate yourself from the confusion, which is a, a deeper form of confusion, is to try to get away from not liking that. Second noble truth is, uh, wanting things to be different than they are. If you see the confusion, don't run away. Don't cover it up. Don't label it. Do nothing. I mean, you could label it, but don't do much with it. Just let the confusion be there. 
the dependent origination, the causes and conditions that arise and manifest as that particular perception of confusion are untraceable. And the energy behind them uh, is probably, uh, I don't know how I say it, unshutoffable. Unshutoffable. You can't find an off switch. You can't find a, you can't because it, it has its own uh, um, causes and conditions and uh, cause and effect situation. They're very complicated. So it may it may shut down just by watching it for a while. Just a you know, confusion doesn't really want much too much of a witness going on. It doesn't mind a witness as long as it can uh, uh, manipulate the witness. But it doesn't like the witnessing qua being watched, of being of someone observing and not doing something. You've all noticed sometime you're right in the middle of any situation. We talked about this earlier. You're there. You're in a situation. And you're not doing much, but you're seeing a confusion in front of you, and you're just watching it. You watch it, and you watch it, and it gets more confusing, and then eventually the, the, the whole thing just blows up and then goes away. And then somebody else watching you watch it comes and says, my, how did you do that? Are you scared? <laughs> you know what I'm saying. And then you you weren't confused, but now you're kind of confused about why maybe why other people were able to see what was happening there that you weren't particularly put off by that. You were just watching what happened. There's no big uh, example of uh, um, authentic presence necessarily, but at least you weren't adding to the confusion by criticizing that person or, but then another person can't, can't just stand not knowing what that was about. Like seeing someone have something happen and the other person just not participating. It's not that they're turning away, not judging, they might not be doing anything at all. So it's an area that we've all experienced to some extent. Quite often that will happen if somebody wants to argue with you. You don't really want to argue, but you don't want to leave them. So you listen and you might say, let's see what you mean. And then the person will get upset because they think you're getting uppity. You know, oh, so you're the person who never gets mad at anyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, well, that's great for you that you've gotten over your anger. And I'm stuck with all of it. What's that called? Therapy. (laughs) (laughs) So just observing what happens insofar as you can without doing too much adding on. If you find yourself spontaneously adding on to anything with ideas about it, just don't, don't have to correct anything, but just watch the dynamics. It takes a while to do that, including assuming that this is a brain. It's not necessarily the brain is an organ that has, that is some kind of a processing situation, but consciousness is not a thing. Consciousness is not uh, not trapped in a body. Consciousness can come and go. You can move your consciousness uh, right out to the parking lot. Uh, you actually can move it. You won't have any proof of it, but you can do that, especially if you practice doing it, and if, especially if you're a Pisces. <laughs> but Pisces don't want to do that because that's too scary. <laughs> so they don't do it. And what am I saying? I'm saying I don't the awareness of consciousness is your awareness, and you can actually be responsible. When I mean by responsible, the ability to respond. You have the ability to respond to whatever's happening. You see it, and you, you see this is red, this is blue, this is a cardinal, uh, this is a, a truck going down the road. You're responsible. You're, 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 you don't have to blame for anything. You don't get credit for anything. Be responsible for everything. Is confusion clarity? So if we look at our political shenanigans, 
Mm-hmm. It sure looks like confusion to me. Is that really clarity? It's not separate from clarity. Otherwise, you wouldn't know it was confusion. I mean, you can label it confusion, which just may mean you could say it, well, this is happening, that's happening, this is happening. I don't know how that got there, but that shouldn't be in the way, and this looks pretty threatening, and and somebody's believing this and disbelieving that, and it just doesn't seem to be much uh, what communication, uh, 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 cooperation, collaboration doesn't seem to be people working together to for uh, for the idea of having a, a sane, uh, kind, uplifted, uh, even pleasant uh, environment or a mandala or a container. It's just uh, it's because of the intense greed, which isn't just uh, the characters that are on the on the stage right now, but are the ones that have been showing up there for centuries and centuries. This has been going on different developments. This happens we're we're at the turning of the of the screw, where this is a particular person that because of their dynamic, they get to come into this, and then they'll pass out, and something else will come up, and it's a uh, it's difficult, but it's it's not something that just suddenly happened, which everything was fine. It's by when we hear people say they want to return to something. <laughs> yeah, let's go back and stick our head under the garbage can for another three decades. More. So in times like yeah. you just described, um, would using concepts like kindness or generosity be a way to assess whether a situation is confusing or clear? I'm not sure what you're asking. I think I asked you if confusion were clarity, and you said yes. The way you seem to be asking it, I would say yes. But when I look at what's going on in the world politically, that doesn't look like clarity to me. Okay. So how, how does it look to you? For confusion. Keep going. So, but to declare something, either clarity or confusion is separation. Well, we, we apparently need to talk about it. That's why we go and sit face the wall so you can just listen to your own mind. That's why we go into retreat occasionally so you can get a really big, strong dose of just how crazy you are. That's clarity. To, to hide out from your own confusion, you know, steal yourself off, uh, is, just creates more suffering. We've got, we've got some suffering coming in the sense of causes and conditions, or you wouldn't be a human being. This is, a, as the Buddha said, uh, life is suffering. Being alive is suffering. There's difficulty, a different kind of uh, form of that for everyone. So trying to get away from that creates more suffering. More. So would it be coming to a conclusion about any s- situation is okay. where the, um, I want to say, fault lies? No, there's no real fault. Uh, the idea of it's about being aware that we come to a conclusion is not about stopping it. So when I, when I say don't, come, you know, don't conclude, you know you can't help that. I'm, I'm concluding about everything all the time, but we should be aware that we're concluding be aware of that, and that way, you, if you see that, then then there's clarity about that and uh, tendency to try to cover up. And if you're clear about that, then it, it doesn't have the doesn't have the, the the polarized kind of situation happening. 
then then it may keep going for a while because its causes and conditions are are unsearchable, unfindable, or it may slow right down just you know depending because what you're doing is you're not going in there with your agenda about anything. You're you're endeavoring if you're on this path to be aware because just to be aware. You're going to give what? Give everything your attention. Generosity, very simple form of just give everything your attention. See what it is. Go ahead. Sometimes you use the idea of vibration, higher vibration, lower vibration. This morning you were talking about energy that if what comes, it goes. I don't know if you said an equal measure, but something like that. I doubt it. Never mind then. No, I meant equal measure. I doubt it. Well, you said as much comes, it goes. Does anybody remember what he said? How he said it? I might have said that. So anyway, Challenge me. Okay, so let's just, I'm going to take that metaphor then. Or not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, come on. You passed the test. <laughs> so let's just say like a big ball of negative energy that feels like anger. So you're talking yes. about high vibration. Let's just say it's low vibration. And yes. It's just like no matter what, it's whether that's going to stick a while. Heavy, low. Yes. If it's if, if it's going to remain energy, not created or destroyed, you talk about higher vibration. As we're working that with that like low negativity, is there any way to transmute or transform that into that yeah, same? Do you know? Yeah, I think possibly you could use the word uh, transmute or transform. Or I think it's possible to do that, but I think it will. Isn't something even though it's taught different in different traditions, including shamanism or Tibetan Buddhism. Uh, I think it's uh, from the, the point of view of uh, the way I understand it, it's about really seeing very deeply into the negative energy itself without any agenda. In other words, being able to be in that negative energy without, I'm not saying you might not feel some threat, but uh, not, not being not using that threat as some reason to, to hightail it or some reason to fight or some reason to shut down and protect yourself with so I think it's just being available to anything. The, the way, another way that it's said is whatever emotions come and go in your mind, positive, negative, or neutral, you're not, you don't have a particular personal idea about it, about what should happen or what shouldn't happen. In other words, you're with the feeling. It may feel terrible, but that's all there is. It's just we've all had feelings of negativity that we want a story about. I don't know why I feel this way. Quite often, if that happens, then definitely we start to call it what? Depression. Let's call it depression. And then if you tell anybody about it who's a, who has a, the credentials to do this, they'll probably try to what medicate it, not cure it or something, because it can't be done that way, but try to cover it up with something so you won't feel that way. Uh, like my situation has been done with insulin for so many years. Try to cover up the problem with that, not actually solve it. So go ahead. So let's say you know you've experienced this before and you see that it's weather, but at the same time the energy has it's like kinetic energy, it's got power, and you know it's gonna move in some direction. As it's moving, moving you. Is there any way to work with that physical engagement to you know? pacify or shift it yeah insofar as i understand i would say what you're saying i I think the most important thing to do with that 
especially to you personally. I might say it different to someone else, but to you personally, I would say on the cushion, sit down and see if that will arise on the cushion. And don't don't endeavor to make it happen, but just watch what the mind does closely without any commentary. The more um, uh, the more elimination can happen, the better. So just what you're doing is eliminating physical movement you're, uh, insofar as you can without being uh, struggling with it or without going into a mantra or going into a visualization. You're just going to watch what moves very simply rather than push or pull, three poisons, push, pull, or ignore. Just watch what moves. What if it's something, it's not, it could be anger, it could be anything, but the energy of it is so intense that you can't even hold still, like you want to go run or something. Well, two things you can do. You can sit still or run. And I would say um, that would, again, I, I put that on, on the meditator. Uh, you know, you may... Everyone, anyone that talks to me very much is probably doing something slightly different than everybody else because I'm trying to help you work with the particular way in which you're, um, whatever area you're struggling with. And some people have, have no difficulty at all with, some people are just fine, everything's going fine. And other people are intensely suffering. And so those are quite often addressed quite a bit differently. So I, maybe that's why I had some studied so many different directions so I can stop putting anything on anybody and wait and see uh, what who's sitting in front of me, what's happening. I'm sure you've gotten a good dose of that, haven't you? Mm-hmm. You have scars to prove it. Yeah. Let's see. Not bad. Not that. Not that needy for anything. So. Yes. So, uh, you know, as a meditator, we practice awareness yes. and you might feel something that's engaged in s- cycling off the cushion as you're walking around. And, you know, that's like, what? you know, why the hooks? It seems ridiculous, but you can't mm-hmm. argue with it. It just is Not there. Question. So um, if it's too hot to take it to the cushion, how do you work with that when you see it's absurd, but at the same time, it's just doing its thing? Mm-hmm. Just lots of circularity. And don't buy into, don't use the intellect, which is saying it's absurd, as a help need. If it, if it comes in one time and says, oh, this is absurd, let that go by. <laughs> don't keep re- re- repeating that little uh, thought balloon in order to keep you from looking at it. Because you need to look at it, and the thought pattern will will uh, come up and master, masquerade as a, you know, with credentials as a surgeon. They're saying, oh, I'll take care of that for you. We'll just analyze that and think about it. Probably not going to, going to work. That would just go in another. It might it might back off because the the conceptual um, um, wall, the wall of concepts or ideas or conviction about the anal- analysis becomes very strong, and we begin to be protected. We might still feel some of the uh, some of the heat from that, but it will probably go underground and go back. And what needs to happen, as far as I understand, it needs to be just experienced for what it is. Just let it let it do whatever it needs to do. And you'll notice that, that no one gets destroyed, no one gets promoted, and no one gets ignored. There is one. That's why. It's not because there's no ignoring, uh, no, no passion, aggression, or ignorance. There isn't any solid being there that is at the mercy of anything that that negativity has to say. It's just negativity. It's just a it's just feeling without a feeler. 
it's it, but as long as you think there's a feeling that needs to where you need to know why that's why i say why questions are circular if you have a why question you're going to get a whole bunch of big causes and quite often they're the most simple most available story there the first last thing that happened to you is the slightest bit, bit negative you could be blaming that blame takes you in circles and it's not wrong it's just it's just circular but if there isn't any solid being there you might still you might experience negative feelings even more intensely because there's no solid self there anymore you're 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 when i talk about an open dimension i'm saying all the if you those of you who know about the seventh consciousness of the yoga chart teachings of the eight consciousnesses that seventh consciousness just starts to break apart it can't it can no longer shield uh, you uh, from anything because there isn't anyone never was anyone it isn't like suddenly you got rid of yourself your ego ego might still hang around in the hallway and looking through the window can i come back in promise not to be me there isn't anyone there's no solid being even though whatever you're noticing right now is your me feeling go to that say who's listening to this and then say you don't have to dwell a lot but say me find that see if there's someone there there's only hearing there's no one hearing there's only smelling there's no one smelling the six sense fields, including the mind, are just here and they're functioning just fine. They don't need the help from some kind of solidified uh, uh, glob of me that is having this or having that. You don't need to have that. You don't need it. You don't need to keep reifying some. You can tell uh, if I start insulting everybody in the room, you'll all know right where your ego is. This glob is automatically. Or if I start complimenting everybody, you'll know that. You'll, you'll sense what that is, but if there, if, if that could still be there, but if you know that that's just unreal, there's no way I can, there's no way I can offend you or by just by a couple of critical words. It just you, you might even laugh. Yes. So what is it that knows that's not real? Wisdom. And wisdom doesn't belong to anyone. There's no one who's wise. That's why it says you realize your Buddha nature. You realize your awakened nature. The Buddha was not a it was not an actual being. I mean, he was born, but he was, uh, he was a transcendent being. And so are you. And so is everyone here. Don't believe a word I say. Don't disrespect me by believing what I say. It's disrespectful. I'm not here to, I'm not here, as I said several times, many times, I've said, I don't need followers. I don't want any followers. If I want anything, I want Buddhas. I want, I want, I want the Buddha. I want you to see that you're not separate from the Buddha. You are awakened, and that's not something to just uh, have an opinion of. Yes. Did you have a question? You should ask the question. Don't be selfish. What is it? If there's no one here, then how? Why do all the causes and conditions stick? Why do they stick? Because we think there's somebody. We, yeah, we, we think there's someone, the causes and conditions, we take them personally. Is a simple way of putting it. We, we think there's some, if we have a feeling, we have a body-mind complex. There's a being here. This is, this is dependent origination. It's just a paratantra or just, just causes that, causes that. Your mom and dad got together and they got together and, and you're here and you're in a building and you know me and you know her and, and we're, you know, causes and conditions. And that's it. At the same time, that doesn't mean you can't appreciate uh, the music or you can't appreciate the uh, song of a cardinal that you won't 
this whole thing won't come together because there's a the, the harmony is already the case. It's just that we've been looking away and we, we could be so much appreciating our world. It's sacred. And there's nothing profane anywhere. It's a misunderstanding. More. Why does that affect us into the, why is it talked about affecting us into the future, us, as in there's something that it follows, like a self or a projection? Do I do that? Well, the teachings do. What, what is that? What's being talked about? Where do you hear that in the teachings? I'm not saying you don't, I'm just... I'm trying to see what area can I argue with. <laughs> like find out who you are before you die so that you're not taking that with you and yeah. that confusion. But if there's no one here, what's the confusion? Because of that, that thinking that you're, there's someone here will, will goes beyond this, this body-mind complex. Once you've got body-mind complex, goes down. You're not going anywhere other than the, whatever your, your grasping and rejection and ignoring takes you to another lifetime. Uh, a lifetime in another world. I'm not predicting anything. I'm not even saying any of that exists. I don't. I don't need to know anything else. Uh, everything. Everything is obvious right now, and it's obvious to you if you look at it. Stop shutting it out. Then it may not be comfortable, or it may be comfortable, or maybe a the sound of a cardinal. Could be almost anything, but it's causes and conditions that are always showing up and disappearing. It's called impermanence. There is something that's permanent. You probably use that word, but it's risky, so I don't, don't recommend it. What? It's permanent. Something that doesn't change. So every any phenomena changes. What doesn't change? Find out. I can't show you. All I can say is say. Yes. Um, in your presence. You mean like birthday or Christmas? <laughs> when you give me presents. <laughs> <laughs> now, when you're around. Or when I'm sitting or in silent retreat, there's a sense of openness and when I'm at temple, but then when I leave and come home, I'm really grumpy mm-hmm. and almost to the point where my family and friends know that I come home and how is she and when is this meditation going to start working? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't mind your business. The aggression seems to grow. Is there some way in training that's increasing no. it? No, 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 no. Just, just watch it. It's going to be different with each person. So, someone else might not have that situation at all. That's just your particular way of learning, of understanding what this is. And that's just basically saying there's been some kind of an assumption about it being the other way that's starting to break down. So just, just let it be. You're doing, you're doing exactly what you need to do. And your your you know your family, friends, Ani or whomever else is a they just uh, just gonna have to like it or was it like it or lump it? That's what mm-hmm. I used to say when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> just you know, excuse me. You don't you don't really have to look out for them. You don't have to really act in such a, such a way that they're you know that you don't offend them. You might be very offensive. You might you might explode and get upset and mad, but, but just don't follow it up with any justification and just say, when is this going to start working and say, well, you live your life for you. I'm living my life for myself. I mean, you might not say what I just said, but you, you're living your life. 
have somebody, oh, you need me to live a different way and be a different person. This includes your son. Back him into a corner. He's your son. I have to, you know, have to take any of that lip. <laughs> you could tell if I said that. <laughs> I mean, after all, he's changed my way of thinking about water forever. He's <laughs> not a problem. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, then, um, then there's no problem. Do you follow me a little bit? Whatever is occurring, that's, that's what's occurring. Uh, to go with someone like, well, maybe you know, I've been meditating. Why am I doing better? Especially when that's coming from somebody else that are kind of evaluating you. That's is the, any of these people people who are training their minds at all? No. Uh, even if they were, still, it's still your path. It's not someone else's. You need to do what you need to do. You may need to go, especially if you've been working for a, for a while, avoiding certain things and trying to be another person. And then you, through this practice, especially if you hang around me very much, you might have to be um, dick. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right, I apologize. You, you might, in other words, you might have to be who you are. You might have to have the negativity that's been arising. You might have to be that. You might, might have to not actually, it's not a justification for being a certain way, but you might have to have some negativity come in that you're no longer going to fight with. You're going to make friends with yourself because you see that you can't uproot that. It'd be like pulling off your ears or something. You know, there's a, you, know, you can't do it. So just be kind to yourself. Don't worry about others. They'll take care of themselves. And when I'm sure they would notice, uh, I certainly notice that if somebody needs your help, you're, you'll drop everything to help them. No doubt about it. Oh, so what you do, you're, you're a whole, as an acupuncturist and using Chinese medicine, everything that you do is about others, about helping people. So enough said, no compliments, just a description. More. Mm -hmm. Laura, did you have a question? Mm -hmm. uh, my question was just related to when we were talking about uh, waking up and realizing our, our Buddha nature. It's just a curious question of, uh, does it happen instantly or gradually? Both. Both and neither. I mean, it could and it couldn't. And I'm not here to validate anybody's uh, experience particularly. But well, it's just, it's so very, with causes and conditions and everyone's karma and what everyone's been through, not only in this lifetime, but uh, in other apparent uh, lifetimes. Um, it's just so complicated. But if you're in this room, you're listening to this, uh, teaching, then you probably are, are ready to see this, to understand it. There's no guarantee. Maybe you have to come back again and again. But to see it, uh, it isn't a relative thing necessarily. It has a relativity to it because that's why we work with the teachings, why we work with sitting, Sheila, uh, Samadhi, and Prajna. You just see it. And, and that seeing it may have to happen over and over again before you understand what it is instead of say, seeing it and say, well, why did it go away? If you think it went away, you didn't see it. And if you think it appeared, uh, that's your imagination. And you might say, why am I talking like that? Why am I saying that? Why would I say that? It's because I want you to see this. I don't want to you know, say this in such a way that you can just move into your thought patterns about it. I would rather have it be, this is why in uh, so many traditions, not only the Zen tradition, but other traditions that uh, 
we run into an area where we just uh, where there's an area where making sense is not the point. It's it's because it goes beyond the relative logic of the thinking mind, transcends it. That's why it's been likened to uh, jumping off a cliff. That's why it's the finger pointing at the moon. You look at the moon, you no longer see the finger, and you no longer see the finger. You get paranoid, and because there's nothing, the moon is there's nothing to. What is a moon anyway? So you'd rather let's just stay with the finger. We can describe that finger perfectly. Yeah. Um, Juzan from the uh, monastery has a question. If the same thought balloon keeps showing up, how can we look at what's behind it? So there's a little variation there. If it's happening on the cushion, um, then it's just a matter of continuing to look at that without uh, discarding it, without adding extra thoughts about it, like, here I go again. Anything extra, if you can just look at that and just, you'll see that anything you look at uh, only gets its sta stability or any kind of apparent relative stability from being objected to. Here I go again. Or... Well, the reason I'm thinking this is because of this and this and this. It'll tend to hang around for a while and give off a foul odor. So, in other words, just whatever shows up is it's just that. Nothing added. It doesn't need to stay there. It doesn't need to go. It doesn't point to something else. So there's no, there's no praise, no blame. So I think the more we can just let it be there. When I say let, even that's a little bit extra. Just do nothing with it. And, and that, of course, takes what? Mind training. We need to sit down and train the mind for all the time so not much happens. And maybe all we feel is, you know, spaced out. And we just sit and just feel spaced out. And the next time we're not spaced out at all, we're thinking about our taxes. That we're thinking. We might spend 20 minutes actually vacating the whole zendo or the whole meditation hall or the sanctuary uh, or your meditation room at home and being in some kind of a spiral about how this that shouldn't have happened and if the neighbor hadn't have done this and the next time that happens i'm going to do it this other way and then uh, then then you know there's a maybe somebody closes the door down the hallway and, and then you're back in your body it shows you how awareness is all over the place and it doesn't have to be held still yes is what you just described um meditation yes so what would be the difference between meditation and a daydream from the point of view of their of their structure and their form, they're the same. What other point of view is there? No point of view. Keep coming. We have to ask the question. <clears throat> I have a prepared answer already. Okay, I'll hear your answer. Not separate. Not separate. The separation is something that is imputed that causes circularity. I like it, I don't like it, it's good, it's bad. We shouldn't do that. We should do this as if there's somewhere else other than this. There isn't uh, time and space or, you know, or illusory. I'm not saying there isn't stuff and an apparent movement through time from here to uh, uh, the supper table. I'm not saying that isn't happening. I'm just saying that from the point of view of ultimate reality, it's, a, it's an illusory, which is no point of view particularly. And your mind your awareness can can be can stop ignoring that space and grasping at objects and, and ideas and concepts and living in some kind of relative uh, warfare going on warfare peace fair you can do both be both 
How do I know? You know how I know this. Um, so in answer to Juzan's question, I think you said that there are like a couple ways to work with that or to look at it. One was uh, on the cushion. And then yes, thank you. Thank you. And then in every day, uh, what we call post-meditation, just stay with whatever's uh, occurring. If you have uh, some negative things coming up, which I understood that's what she was saying, some kind of particular thought pattern. Was that what it was? Okay. I would come up. Then, then rather than fixate on that, uh, by saying, oh, I can't get rid of that, or here it comes again, or, well, I probably should be thinking this because actually because of this and this and this, or any kind of sta uh, artificial stabilization judgment or anything, is just it's when you see that, don't disregard it and don't grasp it or accept it or uh, explain it or don't reject it or fight with it or push it away, passion, aggression, and ignorance, uh, but in include. What do you include? The other five sense fields. Sense of touch, sense of taste, sense of hearing, sense of smelling, sense of seeing. Those are all part of this present. They are this present moment. It's the only way we, that's how we refer to it at present moment. But the mind is never in the present moment. It's always uh, somewhere else wandering around into things like this. So uh, give the give that thought process to say it in a more in a, in a uh, homely kind of way, or I should say folksy kind of way. Is a uh, uh, how gravity feels, how your clothes feel, how colors just receive colors without knowing what they're called. Be, be in the world uh, 100%. And, and that's something you can actually practice uh, as meditation in action if you want to. I mean, you asked the question, so I would say don't, don't, don't necessarily let. Uh, the, the tyranny of the thought process take everything over and shut down and put all your sense fields in cages. You know, you can't, all you know is what color something is. You can't join. That's part of the reason it gets so much power is because it's uh, like a oligarch. And it does this through what? Fear. Any further questions? I have three minutes before Rusheen leaves. And what? I just said it's three more minutes before Rusheen leaves, and then Fleet is going to leave right now. All right. One, three uh, minute question. And then we'll see. Thank you. Thank you. So we're okay. talking about how awareness can be anywhere. It doesn't have to be right here in the parking lot or whatever. Could you put your awareness someplace you've never been? Yeah, I've never been behind your head. I'm just uh, right, by, right down behind your head. Are you sure you've never been behind your head? I mean, if you're in imagining it, let's just say there's a, I don't know, like a country I've never been to. Yeah, France. I'm in France right now. I'm in Brittany. But I'm not alone. <laughs> <laughs> Mayun is there, aren't you, Mayun? Maybe she's not. She might be sound asleep. So when we're doing that, we're just, you know, there's no proof. It's just a way of working. If you move the consciousness, it's just uh, interesting. Like we were talking about earlier in our interview, you know, the, the way that consciousness, and not to go into that, it's personal, but the way that consciousness was, was working, we don't need proof for that. We know this. We, kn we know that. Very good. Thank you so much. Thank you. We'll stand and dedicate the merit that's hard on your cushion.
places so that we and every sentient being together can realize the Buddha's way. Sick or suffering, 